Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Greetings and salutations. This is the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Uh, We are with JSL Solutions, and uh, we are the home of StreamingChurch.tv, MyFlock.com, and... ChurchAppLive.com. ChurchAppLive. ChurchAppLive.com. Right. Okay. And so mobile apps, streaming video, uh, church management tools, websites, and all that stuff. How are you doing, Steve? Doing okay. Just... uh, Getting back in the swing of things, been out of town for the weekend, and yeah. uh, now back in... So we missed last week, right? We did. I wasn't feeling well last week, and uh, now, consequently, my son's not feeling well today, so I've been running around here doing stuff, and then, of course, we've had the holidays with the Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and so, uh, although I think you worked, I didn't, but anyhow, uh, yeah, it's good to be back, good to get back. So, so uh, we do this... Podcast, just for quick review for anybody, for anyone involved, mostly for church-related stuff. And we cover a lot of tech things. We cover volunteer stuff. We cover working with church staff, church leadership. Mm-hmm. We, and we do some tech things, right? We yeah, talk we about, do, as I said, yeah. And and what, the reason we cover a lot of that gamut is because we're all in. We are very much involved in our churches over the years for many, many decades, and we have a lot of experience in leadership. Uh, as well as tech stuff. So we we just kind of give you some difference. So la- the last time we did our podcast, we talked about why uh, how to do a church podcast. Right. And so you can catch that on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can catch it on newmediaministries.tv. You can always go to streamingchurch.tv and look under resources. You can go to iTunes and search for Church Solutions Podcast. In fact, give us a review and subscribe to our podcast. And so we talked about podcast, and we we, we, we hinted that we might do two weeks worth, but we're not. We're, we're just if you missed it, go back and listen to it. If you have questions, send us an email support at streamingchurch.tv. I do have some notes and stuff that I can send you, and we could certainly help you uh, put together a church a, a podcast for your church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's very important to do that. Yeah, but we so, covered the basics last time. So. We, we did, absolutely. So today, let's talk a little bit about something that uh, is a subject near and dear to me, and it might be to you folks too, uh, and that would be some traits to a to finding a, a good church administrator, or as I used to call it, church... Secretary, yes. Yeah, and I guess Steve has informed me the word secretary is not a good word to use today. Well, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it is, uh, I think the the preferred term these days is administrator. All right. so, so, But yes, I, I grew up too with uh, yeah. a church secretary. Well, we're up there in years, and, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of churches out there right now that still call their administrators secretaries, just depending on the culture and, and everything. So so uh, let's talk a little bit about that because um, you might be a, a small church and you don't have a church administrator or secretary, uh, but you're probably going to need somebody like that down the road a ways. Or if you're like a lot of churches that are medium-sized churches, you probably need somebody. Or if you have somebody, there may be there's, – there's usually kind of a high turnover – in some of this, depending right. on the situation. So these things that we're going to talk about would be f- very good tips for you 
uh, if you're a pastor or you know associate pastor or very much involved in your board, you know of your church leadership team, these things we're going to talk about would be very helpful. Yeah, so these are good traits to look for in a good church administrator, right? right? Exactly. So, and so, you're going to be able to speak from experience. Of- <laughs> I do. I have a lot of experience because uh, not only. Have I been executive pastor for many years? I was a senior pastor and and all that good stuff. And one of my first experiences was probably almost 20 years ago. I I was hired by this church to become their executive pastor. They had not really ever had an executive pastor before. And so, you know, I I walk in and um, and we had a – we called her secretary back then, church administrator back then, and uh, a very nice lady. But the first thing I kind of found was that – uh, so I'm, I'm kind of old school in the sense that I'm thinking, okay, I, if I'm the executive pastor, you know, I pretty much run the tight ship here. I, I you know, right. I set things up. But, you know, I found out I didn't really run the ship. She was kind of running the ship. And so she would tell me when she was coming in and she would tell me when she was leaving. <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Uh, you know, I've been in business and, and actually been involved in, in, in management in radio for years. And so I thought, that's not the way I was learned. I learned how to do that. Church admin is kind of a key role for the executive pastor, right? Cause uh, they're kind of the, the hands and feet of getting stuff done. Yeah. The idea, and we'll probably do a podcast one of these days on what makes, what's good traits of an executive pastor mm-hmm. or executive director, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we can certainly do that in the future, but my role was to, you know, basically manage the church run the church. Mm-hmm. And so my role was to assist the senior pastor and, and, you know, so he wouldn't have to get his hands dirty. That's probably not a good term, but you know, he wouldn't have to get involved in some of these things. He could focus more on ministry. And that's, if you're a, if you're listening right now and you're a pastor, you don't have an administrative person or at least an assistant, you might consider trying to get somebody like that because if you're if you've got your hands in everything, it's going to take away from your messages, it's going to take away from your right. creativity. So it's it's important to have somebody like that if, if yeah. you can afford them or have somebody. Yeah. So. so before we get into the traits, so one of the things we want to I'd like to point out is you want to hire slow. And, exactly. you know, and it, with it, this applies to business, but you want to you want to hire slow and fire fast. Exactly. And so uh, often a lot of people get that mixed up and bring people in rather quickly. Mm-hmm. And then it's that are really slow at removing those that are, um, yeah. you know, that they don't quite fit well. well so, yeah. so you want to you want to take your time and uh, evaluate with these traits in mind. Mm-hmm. And, and a couple things, too, I'd like to mention, too, and that is whoever you have, if, if you're going to hire somebody to be your church administrator or your church secretary, you know, again, whatever term you want to use on that, I would strongly consider not having somebody hiring somebody's wife or something that's, that's an elder or a deacon. Or pastor's wife, right? <laughs> you know, unless you're just a really small little church and you're just starting, and you need, like, for instance, when I started my church in Kansas years ago, my wife was involved in as a legal assistant and secretary for many years, so it was a good fit for her to kind of be my secretary. Plus, I could get up in front of people and say, "By the way, I'm sleeping with the church secretary." <laughs> she was my wife, but uh, you know, so. Uh, but actually, as time went on, I kind of. I don't want to say push my wife out of that role, but my wife kind of went on to a different role, and, and right. we had somebody and else. And might have been okay with 
you in that position, but there, if you had other people on staff, it might right. be uncomfortable having the secretary yeah. married to the pastor. Yeah, and, you know, you could get into what's the, what is it nepotism? I don't know what, what's the term you get into. I mean, again, this is every you know. I, I'm probably offending some people right now because I know there's some people listening. Go, that's pastor. Well, my wife is the, you know. Well, okay, good. If it, if it works for you, good. If it works, okay, fine. But uh, for instance, the, the situation I'm just telling you right now. Earlier, when we opened up, was you know basically this 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 gal, uh, she actually quit on me, and and she was she was a, uh, a I think an elder's wife, and so that created tension. Right, there's somebody that's on our leadership team, and his wife quits. And and then actually she tried to get hired back and I wouldn't hire her back, <laughs> and, and that created tension. And, and, and even though the the elder tried to be as unbiased as he could, right. it was it's, still his wife. Right? You see what I'm saying? And so I just look out for that stuff. I'm giving you a heads up. You know, if it's working, okay, but you might consider not going down that road and hiring somebody that maybe isn't related to the leadership. Right. <laughs> So, again, I probably got some people upset with me, but I'm just telling you there are things to consider. All right. So, uh, anyhow, without getting into a lot of details about that deal, uh, like you said, it took me a long time to hire one, to hire a secretary after she left. And actually, the senior pastor got on my case about it. Well, we need to have somebody. I'm like, I don't want to hire the wrong person. Right. And, and a lot of people I had come in that were, like, interviewing didn't have a lot of these traits we're going to talk about. They were weak in certain areas. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to hire somebody and then have to, you know, yeah, or create yeah. a problem. Right, exactly. Right. So what's the first trait we should So the first trait, confidentiality. Confidentiality. Okay, so every administrative secretary or whatever we're calling a person here, they've got to have, they've got to have an understanding that, that it's got to be really strictly confidential because, you know, somebody calls to speak with the senior pastor or one of the pastors – on staff, you know, it could be a sensitive subject that they have to talk about. It could be family related. It could be, you know, who knows what it could be. Uh, so she or he, whoever that person is that's handling this stuff, has got to be, uh, you know, accountable. Has got to be, you know, very careful with with what's going right. on. And they 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 need to, I guess, have good judgment too. Mm-hmm. On um, they may think it's no big deal, but they, they need to kind of put their professional hat on and and not disclose any private matters that go on exactly. with anyone that's outside of the you know affected parties. Yeah. Yeah. And and so again, you know this falls into prayer requests too, which is kind of, you know, the next point I had here. And you know, again, if you're not careful, if that person is not good with confidentiality, has has an issue with gossip, uh, you know, prayer requests can turn into huge things of gossip and it can be very, very destructive to your church. And so, uh, please, you know, really, really kind of, uh, check your, check, check your resources out when you're, when you're hiring somebody and, and, you know, make sure that, that, that this person understands and then really, you know, keep an eye on it, so to yeah. speak. That and that may be a trait to kind of maybe tough to, to pull out of somebody as you're interviewing them. I know it is. Um, I don't have an answer on how to do that, except to explain to them how important it is. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. And we won't tolerate gossip. We won't tolerate, you know, uh, everything has to be strictly confidential. So it, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I would check references. I would get references. Yeah. You know? That's probably a good way to uh, those kind of things. I mean, so, so often, even in small churches, we, we just hire somebody needs a job. We hire them. Right. Somebody's wife and, needs a job or whatever. And, and 
a large percentage of the things that go on at the church are going to go through your administrator. So they're going to be very much in the know exactly uh, what's going on. So yeah, yeah it's They've got important to be that they got to be yeah that they got to be able to treat things in confidentiality. Yeah. So important for uh, the church administrator. The, he or she, whoever that person is, uh, and, and the other thing. Uh, so, so uh, again, confidentiality. Careful with gossip and the prayer requests. And then the, the second point would be uh, that person's got to have the gift of organization. Yes, <laughs> yes. Typically, they they had they need to be uh, overflowing in the gift of organization because there's going to be people around them that won't have that gift exactly. that they're going to need to <laughs> yeah. potentially compensate for as well. Yeah, uh, ministry can be, uh, you know, anybody that's listening to this podcast that's involved in, in some type of leadership in your church, uh, you know, churches usually, churches can be a ball of confusion because there's, you got a lot of people running around and, and they all have good intentions, but there can be, you know, it can be confusion. And so, you know, there's a scripture that talks about uh, the gift of administration. <laughs> and I think that that's true. This person's got to be got to have the gift of administration because uh, if they don't, things can get out of hand in a hurry, especially as you grow as a church. And then, you know, and the other thing to think about too is uh, if that, if that person leaves that position or if that person goes on vacation, <laughs> you know, for right. If they weeks, don't have an organized system in place, you know, somebody people are like, Oh, everything's on hold yeah. you know, until that person gets back. Right, and it, it's almost a control issue, and so, uh, and then again, if somebody leaves, and again, there's this this position can be kind of a high turnover depending on, you know, where you're at and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you have somebody who maybe works for a year or two, and then they they move on, they get a different job somewhere, they move away or something. The person that comes in, uh, I've kind of had this experience as as uh, helping out this church as an executive pastor now part time. I had to come over and take over somebody's position. It's a mess. <laughs> The guy I've replaced is an awesome guy. He's a great guy, but oh, it's the ball of confusion. Oh, yeah. I'm still picking yeah. things up, you know, <laughs> and, and it's just so it really organization is so important. It's a trait that is so important. Yeah. And I guess, it, I mean, being organized is kind of ties into having a system in place that, yeah. uh, that you're exercising and that other people know and are aware of. So Right. Yeah. And that's a good point, Steve, is, uh, uh, you know, if you don't have a system to help people now, uh, or help your your administrator now. You know, help he or she find a system and get them in, in, implemented in it. And that, and then some. You know, make sure some other people have some access to that system. Right. And, and because if something happens, somebody can at least keep the ball rolling until you find a different position. All right. So, All right. so number three on our list. Are we moving on? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, first imp- if you are. Uh, first impressions. First so, impressions. Yes. Important. Uh, why is that important? Well, it's like anything in life, and especially if you've done some business stuff in the in the past. You know, the old saying is true: you never get a second chance to make a first impression. So, when uh, when you have uh, and and I, you know, working with JSL Solutions and stuff, I I uh, I do a lot of customer support with people, and I have to call churches back sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. and. Um, one of your favorite parts, huh? Because well, you always get right to where you need to get, uh, right yeah. to the person you need, right? Well, oh. the issue, some of the issues I have is, is some churches have some voicemail systems, and they or are phone just, systems, yeah, phone systems, and their voicemail are just, oh, it's just, you know, it's. I mean, 
how, you know, I guess some of the people have direct lines to the right people, but you know, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a lot of times I'm even, I'm asked to call the church, you know, Hey, I need some help here. Call me. And then I get into the voicemail system. And it's like, I'm lost, you know, but I've also had some issues where, you know, the, the gal that's answering the phone or the guy is just, uh, doesn't make a good impression on me. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to help. I'm not doing, I'm not trying to sell you anything. You've already probably already bought something from us. I'm just trying to help you get it going, you know? And, and, uh, I can just imagine that sometimes when these people answer the phone and, and they're just, they, they don't do, they don't have very good phone etiquette. They don't, uh, they don't have very good manners. Um, and that's just and the phone. Yeah. And it's probably a tough job because I bet a large percentage of the, the calls that are coming in are not completely legitimate, right? A lot of solicitation. A lot of solicitation. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, people yeah. looking for yeah. um, handouts or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, creating a good first impression. Now, we're, we've, we talk a lot about um, often that first impression is extended out on the webs so that right. you know a lot of people's first impression is going to be your church website. Right. Um, so they may get through the the website and pull up a phone number and then give you a call and then the you know the wheels fall off if yeah. you don't have a good um, second impression for some and and first impression for others as well as those that are you know coming through the doors of the church during the week or right um, to you know learn about this or that uh, the, typically yeah. the church admin is the first person they're going to run into yep. which brings to an, to another point as far as first impressions and that is uh you know the appearance and when i talk about appearance i'm, I'm talking about uh, really a you know you know me steve i'm not real big on appearances i mean look at me right now you know uh, i need a haircut i'm wearing a flannel shirt and i've got shorts i don't have shoes on but i do and i'm going to see some of our clients i generally clean my act up a little bit uh-huh. Professional appearance does say something. Yes. And so, you know, that person needs to look somewhat professional, even if you're in the, we're out here in the desert southwest. Yeah. So we're going to, yeah, we're, and everyone's kind of gone casual. Right. But there's still a, a professional, casual look. Yeah, there is. So. And, and, and again, we're out here in, in, out west in Arizona, but I, you know, we're talking to some people right now listening to this podcast that are you know, New York or yeah. you know, different parts of it's, the East. Yeah, it's interesting. When I was in the um, aerospace business, um, the company was owned on the East Coast. and The company that bought our company was on the East Coast, and we were from West Coast in, in California. And it was, it was interesting how the attire mm. – is much more formal on the East Coast than it is out West. Yeah, it really is. So what the minimum standard uh, on you know the East Coast is very different than the, mm-hmm. than the West Coast minimum standards for professional attire. Yeah. And as we've always said when we do this Church Solutions podcast, we know that there's different cultures, different church cultures. And so a lot of times we'll talk about something, and it, that may not be the culture in your church. But I, I have a feeling, you know, for a lot of the churches that, you know, you, you've got to make sure that, that, that the appearance is, is, you know, somewhat professional. And, and, uh, and, and, and you know, even things like smiling, <laughs> you know, when people walk in the door. And I, I was in broadcasting for years, and I used to teach a broadcasting school. And one of the things I always told my announcers was smile when you're talking on the air. Well, we, we don't, we're not doing video. We're doing audio. Yes, but people can hear your smile. Mm-hmm. And it's true. There's something about smiling when you're talking 
that there's something you can hear in that. Well, uh, obviously in this situation, somebody's walking in the door, uh, you know, you want to have somebody that's going to give them a little bit of attention. Maybe the wheels are coming off. Maybe it's just the computer programs crashing. You're having a bad day as this church administrator. You got to put that down for a moment and be nice and friendly smile. And yes, it takes a lot of patience, right? Create a welcoming experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know, we do that on the phones. If somebody calls us on the phone, I mean, I, you know, you can be having a bad day coding and I, you know, I have something, Google's not working for me or something. And, you know, I have to all of a sudden make sure that I'm in a good mood right away when I'm talking to somebody. Uh, so anyhow, yeah. So, uh, all that kind of thing is, is very important when we're talking about, you know, traits of a good church administrative assistant. Right. Is what some people call so, it. So number five on our list. I've lost track. Yeah, I think the, number five on our list is responsible. You know, responsibility is so important. Um, I run into a lot of people that believe, well, it's church. It's just church. Well, church, I understand church is not a business, but in some ways it is. And because you really want to run your church in a responsible way, uh, obviously with the money, but also in other areas. Mm-hmm. And so somebody that's a, that's an administrative assistant, uh, that's kind of what I've now. You know, yeah. Typically this- they would take care of some of these, well, they're, they're going to have some tasks that are going to be their responsibility. Yeah, business related things. Yeah. So like, uh, um, paying bills mm-hmm. and, yep. um, making sure like, permits are in place and yep. that sort of thing. I, I've just recently had to deal with some of this stuff, you know, I'm, I'm helping this church out part-time on the weekends and I've, I've recently had to deal with things that weren't done right. And so I'm getting shut off notices and all these things like, wait a minute, what's going on here? You know? And, uh, it's not like we didn't have the money to pay the bills. It just didn't get paid, you yeah. know, for whatever reason. So there's gotta be responsible that that person, the trait of that administrative assistant, whatever you want to call him or her, they have to have, They've got to be responsible through job. They've got to make sure that things are paid, that, uh, you know, you have different programs happening in your church. A lot of times vacation Bible school might be anything. All right. They've got to, they've got to be able to, if that's their job, they've got to be able to handle that. Right. Some responsibility. Um, so uh, your next one, the next one on our little list here, Steve, is something that uh, that's probably right up your alley. <laughs> I would guess be. so. Yeah. So that's computer savvy. Computer savvy. Or tech yeah. savvy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the management of churches, businesses, just about everything under the sun has migrated to the computer. And so um, you're going to need somebody that's computer savvy. I was just uh, telling you before we went on that I was talking with a church that uh, was looking for somebody that was computer savvy just to be able to talk with us. So I was trying to explain that. Um, it's really easy. You just need to download this app and launch it. And that was somewhat of a foreign language to this group mm-hmm. I was talking to. And so they were saying, well, we need to wait until we can get uh, one of our younger, more computer savvy people that, that can understand what download application and install it on the computer means. So yeah. you definitely are going to need um, somebody. And, and typically the management of the church is, is using some management, you know, management system, either online management system, maybe ours, maybe somebody else's. So they're going to need to know their way around the computer. Um, I just recently, you know, we, we use uh, my, the church I work with uh, part-time uses a uh, program called worship planner. 
think it's worship planner. I think is what it's called. Worship planning. I, I, I get yes. mixed up, but because I, I know yeah, your church uses it. Yeah, right? and and uh, is it worship planning? I forget. Yes, it's, worship planning. I yeah, believe worshipplanning.com. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's I, I like it. It's good. I don't use it that much, but but you know my volunteer coordinator coordinator who happens to be just a volunteer, and I say just, I, I don't mean that's very important, but you know they do they do it part time. Uh, that person's kind of transitioning, starting their own business. And so we're looking for somebody that would part-time. And again, it's not paid. It's a volunteer to help coordinate our volunteers, to help coordinate the people that we have doing things, ushers, greeters, all that stuff. So we got a gal that says, oh, I want to do that. I could really do that. She's not computer savvy. Yeah, and so that would be yeah, it scares her disastrous, and and it was already, and and so it it scares her, you know. And I understand, I you know, if you've not really done a lot of this, it can be intimidating, it can be challenging, uh, and and I guess somebody actually tried to help her and didn't get too far. So, you know, if your administrative assistant isn't computer literate, it's you're going to have some challenges. You're going to yeah. have because, as you said at the very beginning of this little topic here. Almost everything now is computer related. I mean, I can't think of anything that's not. Right. You know, business as well as church. Yeah. And it's so, interesting. We, yeah. I've got my my mother in law who's just turned ninety, and she has a computer, but she hasn't turned it on in years now. Uh, and so she's just she's just amazed with the amount of things that you can do on the yeah. computer. Yeah. But it's completely foreign to her. Yeah. So she my would brother. not make a good. Church administrator. <laughs> yeah, my brother, who's in his mid-60s, would probably be a good administrator, but he doesn't have a computer, and uh, he comes back and visits, and, and I, you know, I'll boot up something on the computer and show him all. He's, in a, he's a huge model airplane buff. Not model, but just history and, and models and planes and all that, and I'm pulling up all these things about World War II aircraft, and he's just amazed. I said, Tom, it, it's, like having, it's like having all the magazines in the world at your fingertips online. <laughs> you want to look up something, you look it up, you know, you don't have to go down to the store and get a magazine, you know, and, or a newspaper, you know, and, and, uh, one of these days he'll probably get one. Yeah. But he's so just some, not. some people just kind of live in just a different world that, yeah, it's interesting talking to the mother-in-law about yeah. how they would do things when she was an administrator is very, very different than the way things occur today. Yeah. It's, so. it, it really has changed. It's, it's 2015. So, um, that's a that's a trait that that is really important, and and uh, if that person struggles with that, that's that means you're going to struggle whoever if you're overseeing that person because now you've got to you know help them to do something. So hopefully that'll help a little bit. So th- there's there's these are there's lots of traits that you can talk about, but these I think are one of the most important things. Right. And, and I would strongly consider you know as you said at the very beginning, Steve, take your time. Yeah. Fire slow, fire fast. Yeah. And, and, you know, you might say, well, you know, our secretary just quit. We've got to find somebody right away. Well, I, again, I would just, I wouldn't rush, you know, take your time, interview lots of people. Mm-hmm. As we said at the very beginning of this podcast, you know, really be careful who you decide you're going to use. And, uh, you know, you probably need to figure out right up front, okay, or if they're related to somebody here that's in leadership, is that an okay thing? Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe yeah. it's not such a good thing. So. Things that they got. Okay. So if you need any help with this stuff, we can give you notes or whatever. Uh, just send us an email support at streamingchurch.tv. You can find us on iTunes. Look for Church Solutions Podcast. You can go to our YouTube channel that has videos as well as the audio of what we've been doing recently on these podcasts. The YouTube channel, I think you just do a search for Phil Thompson Live. 
And that's the channel that we put all these on. And you can uh, listen to those. And well, look at some of the older videos that you and I have done over the past couple of years on all different right. things. So, all right, good. All right, Steve. So it's good to see you. Good to have you back here in Tucson. It's going to be a great year. It'll be a good year. I really do. we got some great things planned for streamingchurch.tv as well as uh, myflock.com. Mm-hmm. Some things coming up. Some big changes and yeah. updates. and yeah. Church App Live as well. Always doing some stuff there. So uh, if you're not on our mailing list, get on it, folks. Support at streamingchurch.tv. That will wrap things up. Have yourself a great day. We will catch you next time for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.